Good morning. Welcome to today's devotion. Today we're going to discuss spiritual flabbiness. We're talking about being out of shape. I remember being a drill sergeant and even going to boot camp as a soldier. I remember preparing, trying to make sure that I'm not surprised by certain exercises that are required of me. But Nothing would ever prepare me for what I've experienced in that moment. In the same way, we don't know exactly what our day would be like daily. So some of us experience spiritual flabbiness, meaning that we're out of shape and we're ill-prepared for what the day may bring. As I unpack this word today, let's begin to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, as we go through today's devotion, as I share and as we go deep into what you say, will you speak to our hearts? Holy Spirit, will you begin to unpack things and will you begin to show us a new way? of seeing things. May we see things not from my perspective, not from our perspective, but your perspective. Make it clear through your scriptures. May you be glorified in Jesus' name. Amen. Some, How many of us sometimes get afraid when we're placed in a situation that's in disorder, where it's seemingly circumstances are overwhelming, it seems to be out of control. Have you ever went into a house and you said, this house is so clean? Or maybe you heard it says that cleanliness is next to godliness. Is that really scripture? Sometimes we got to be watch. We have to be watchful for the words that people say so that we won't meditate on those inside our spirit. But in order for us to be spiritually strong, we must take God only at what he says about a situation. So as we're talking about being unfit spiritually, Let's see if there's anything in the scripture that seems to be in disarray and find out how God and, and what God says about it. Well, the first scripture that I'm going to go through, because the one thing that you need to understand that this is something that God must call you to do. And I can find that because Jeremiah chapter one. In verse 1, starting at verse, chapter 1, starting at verse 5, he said, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you, I approved you, of you as my chosen instrument. Before you were born, I consecrate you to myself as my own. I have appointed you as a prophet to the nations. 
What does that mean to us? We're talking about spiritual flabbiness, meaning that whatever it is that the task that God assigns us, and we're talking about devotion, so daily devotions, in order for us to understand what God has designed us to do for today, we must first determine, be in shape for today. So that means that those reps that we're prepared to do must come from God. God is the one that gives us the instruction. So just like the case of Jeremiah, Jeremiah was called to be God's spokesman, his his prophet in a in a nation that was out of order, he was the one that bring about order. So as as we see him again in Jeremiah chapter 18 He shows up at this place at the potter's house and he goes down. The Lord sent him to the potter house and he said, I want you to see something. He said he saw in verse three, he was working at a wheel, but the vessel he was making from the clay was spoiled by the potter's hand. Hmm. So. He made it over, reworking it and making it into another pot that seemed good to him. Uh, Even the potter and we're the clay. The things that we mess up, God is re-able to reshape, reform. Even in our disorder, God has a way perform our day and he knows exactly what our day will be like each and every moment of the day. So if we allow his word to reshape us, as he says in Romans chapter 12 and verse two, that we're supposed to be renewed so that we can determine his good and perfect will. In other words, we're being changed and transformed. And that's, this is just me just bringing it and you can go back and read it. And I'm, I'm just giving you a, a, a summary of what that verse says. In other words, it's God that changes us, renew us and forms us into the man and the woman that we should be. But specifically talking about the instructions and spiritual flabbiness, the word is what gets us in shape. It prepares us. The Lord says, look carefully as the clay is in the potter's hand. So are you in my hand? The question is, is how did I get out of shape? This is a good place for us to start. Most of us spend hours in regret, guilt, shame. When these when we go into boot camp and whenever we receive the cadets in boot camp, we would spend times with each putting these soldiers in situations. But our job was to get them in shape. Starting from day one, our goal was to put things in order, 
God is on a mission and we're tasked as his trainees to be physically, emotionally fit for service, just like the the soldiers are. I'm tasked to be spiritually fit. How many times do I pick up my Bible and sit and ask the Lord, what is your ideal about doing something? that seem to be out of order? Or do I just forget about it or avoid it or don't deal with it? You, you know, sometimes we want things to be in a, imperfect. But as we can see, there is a process. God wants us to line ourselves up with Christ's word and apply it in order for us to be spiritually fit. Oh, you don't believe me. Well, let me go through another scripture. You see, there is another scripture in Ezekiel chapter 37. We find Ezekiel was tasked with doing the same thing. In this case, just like us. Even though that we may be in a spiritually flat, in order for us not to be spiritually flabby, God gives us and reaffirms us daily about our vision and a mission for today, our tasks and what to do. So it's up to us to look at it. In the case of Ezekiel, he sent them to the the valley of the dry bones, but he dropped them there and he says, look. I want you to see this 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 valley here. He, the Lord sent him. He said, the spirit of the Lord set me down in the middle of the valley and it was full of bones. Now, he didn't say it was full of meat. He said it was full of bones and he caused me to pass around them and behold, there were very many human bones in an open valley and lo, they were very dry. And he said to me, son of man, can these bones live? So here it is. Ezekiel is dropped in a graveyard. Nothing but deadness all around him, but in the midst of it, God tasked him to do something. And as believers, we need to understand that our task is to, number two, declare what God says about a situation. Not what we see, but what God says about it. He said to me in verse 11, son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel, behold, they say our bones are dried up and our hope is lost. We're completely cut off. The Lord isn't saying to deny the facts of the situation, but listen at what the Lord says in verse 12. He said, therefore prophesy to them. Thus says the Lord of God, behold, I will open your graves and make you come out of your graves. My people, I will bring you back. And then you will know that I, 
then you will know with confidence that I am the Lord when I have opened your graves and made you come out of your graves. In other words, if we're not spiritually fit for the day, things that happen throughout the day will get us off course. We will begin to be shaken by the dryness, the lostness of death around us, the lostness of the news, the lostness of this is happening, not a lack of money, or this is doing this. If we're not spiritually fit and know what God says, like he says in verse 14, I will put my spirit in you and you will come to life and I will place you in your own land. And then you will know that I am the Lord and I've spoken and for and will fulfill, will fulfill it. In other words, it's up to us to say what the Lord says about a situation. Now, God describes a situation that's seemingly dead, but God requires us to speak what he says. Ezekiel's job, was to steward and to bring God's glory. He wasn't required to do anything except what God says. Sometimes, even in, in boot camp and going through, some soldiers wanted to quit. Some there would there would be times where I would I, uh, one of my bunk mates were crying all night and, and I would be there to comfort him and say, you know what? He, he would tell me, I'm not going to make it. And I said, don't say that. You will make it. We will make it. And it's up to us to be just like the next, just like I was. Somebody has to be able to say, yes, you will make it. God is able. He's able to do the impossible. He's able to do the unthinkable. But we have to be spiritually in shape. We just can't come to a Sunday morning service and go back, back out and come right back next Sunday. It's up to us to be spiritually in shape. And therefore, Jesus said it like this, as I close. In John 5, he said that you search the scriptures in them, you think you will find eternal life in these. But they testify about me. In other words, we can't just go to church and think that we're going to find eternal life into just going. We have to be the church. And I'm going to close right there. This is a good place. We have to have the vision of God. So I want to wrap up what we've learned today. Spiritual flabbiness. We learned that we have to begin to we're placed on task because God has placed us there to put things in order. So it's up to us to be prepared on a regular basis. So we have to be in shape. And number two, we have to say what God says about the situation. 
So, and number three, that means that we don't just go to church on Sundays, but we study God's word and we have that intimate relationship with Christ. It's not just being, just going to church, but it is being with Christ, which allow us to have a vision and say the things that he says to us. I want to encourage you as you go throughout today, as you go throughout the week, I want to encourage you to read James chapter one, verse two. He said, consider it nothing but joy, my brothers and sisters, when you fall into various trials. In other words, any situations that's out of order, remember your task by God and your assigned to put things in spiritual order. Have a wonderful day. Let me pray for you. Father, I thank you for this time of sharing. I thank you for this time of encouragement. But I pray that we would be doers of this word, that we just won't be hearers. True application would occur to each one of us. In Jesus' name, amen.